The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley, and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. Hi there, welcome to another episode of the State of Search show on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're happy to be back, and uh, as every week, of course, and it's just the two of us today. It's me and my good friend Roy. Hey, Roy. Hey, Boss. How are you doing? I'm uh, doing uh, pretty good. It's it's a busy time, but uh, it's a good time. I'm uh, starting uh, November, which means that I'm gonna be doing uh, like I think a six or seven different kind of training stuff, so workshops and actual uh, entire programs. So it's uh, it's hard work setting them all up, but it's nice. I like it. Doing uh, okay. doing a lot of training training uh, this month, which is uh, uh, I think uh, the way to go for me actually. So that's that's good. How about you? Well, I'm pretty pretty busy as well. Although the next couple of weeks are well, there's stuff to do, but I, I just plan everything a bit farther f- from here, so I could actually get stuff done. <laughs> which, was <a laughs> yes. a, which was a bit of a problem, I guess. Yeah. No, but uh, <laughs> just had a last week. I had a, had a, uh, a seminar kind of thing, a conference, small conference kind of thing. That was that was pretty cool. We did a great timeline on it. Have you yep. seen that post already? Uh, I haven't. No, it wasn't uh, Dutch though. You can okay. you can check it out on the Internet of Fondage website. It's pretty okay. Okay, I will. It, it, um, it's it's a cool timeline with all the things that happen in Holland from well, what what Google actually tries to do to prevent spam. Well, it's, I think we had a good story. We got really good positive feedback. Cool. So that's that's okay. So that that was a that was a seminar with somebody from Google, or was it just? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Seminar for an affiliate company, and they were trying to get their advertisers and affiliates well more into uh, getting more traffic for them. Of course, you know the the regular. <laughs> okay, are you talking about the trade travel uh, yeah. post? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll check that check that out. So, um, um, because it's interesting to actually think about how Google actually gets gets the spam. Uh, especially if I if if you talk to Googlers, then I, it kind of feels like in some way they still are counting a lot on people actually, um, uh, you know, telling them that they yeah, they're seeing spam. They do, they do, and we haven't touched that subject at all actually. Um, that was a well-made decision, of course, as well. But um, we try to tell about how they feel and act about certain things. And what's the way uh, Google looks at uh, a good quality, and how they recognize it, and how they are working towards it, and um, what they're doing, uh, and, and how can you well, if if you know all that stuff, how you can 
actually build sites that will keep on ranking after every Panda update ever. You know, okay. stuff, stuff like that. That was pretty cool. I think uh, we, we were a bit short on time. We had 45 minutes and mm. we didn't rehearse the presentation and we just created this huge timeline of all the events that happened. And well, after half an hour, I was like, "Okay, <laughs> this is this is <laughs> this is What'd the part do? where you have to hurry a bit more." <laughs> then, actually, uh, that well, well, next time we we would we would have uh, skipped through a couple of things. But that's that's the problem, of course, with every conference again and again. Um, no, we we started at uh, whoever uh, who knows the Google Dance. Well, then like ten percent raised their hands. Okay, those are the guys that really know their, or at least. Are familiar and, and a long time uh, 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 SEO or whatever familiar with the stuff. And then we asked, okay, uh, who, who looks at PageRank? Uh, who actually knows what PageRank is? And then another 20, 30% raised their hands, like, okay, this is a very mixed crowd again. Mm-hmm. So we had to explain yeah. a lot more than we were expecting to explain. So you were that expecting a, a more advanced crowd than there actually was? Well, not even more advanced, but I mean, it's always hard to discover that people don't even know what PageRank is, and they're at an SEO. Well, they're looking at SEOs one way or another, and I'm like, okay, well, it would be great if you're in SEO for two years and you never know what PageRank is. I mean, that's awesome, but if if you're not, yeah, well. <laughs> Question is, should people still bother about page, PageRank and whether or not that's, they know it is important? That was the whole thing to talk about. <laughs> mm. So, well. So what did you do? You just read read out the entire Google guidelines out loud? Well, something like that. <laughs> that, that, that would be uh, some interesting <laughs> place to be, and uh, just listen to that. Um, yeah. So, so, but you didn't touch on the on on the subject of of how Google actually also gets information straight from people who who actually notice. Um, no, yeah. we haven't done that. The only thing we talked about that is that, um, well, uh, if you file a spam report, it probably it's not going to be you they act upon, but the whole series of events that is based on a similar level. So they're trying to do it algorithmically if they can, and, unless it's really, really, really bad. But, I mean, that doesn't happen too often, I think, over here mm. in Holland, you know? That's not no, it something that happens on a weekly base or a monthly base, I think. So uh, um, uh, the the thing was it a bit technical or not? No, it wasn't technical at all. Okay, because it was I've... just it was more based on on the way that what would Google do or uh, how okay. does Google think about certain stuff. It was not. I th- I don't think we were that technical. Of course, there was some stuff in there, and the more advanced you get on the way they uh, figure out search, the more technical or algorithmical kind of thing you're gonna talk about. But in general, it wasn't. Uh, pieces of codes flying around, or uh, all kinds of things. We talked about what, what um, well, for instance, what happened at the Florida update. What was the winner of the Florida? Update? Like, I think uh, Rob Carey of Ami- Ayama. Yeah, Ayama. Yeah, yeah. He, he he did. We we based used a bit of a his. He did a really long post about all the updates that have been there, and yeah. we used a bit of that um, to. S- to structure it, you know, like okay. 2003, it was the Google Dance, and 2007, it was well, whatever, and then 2004, I think, based on my head, I think it was Florida, whatever, something like that, and just talked about okay, what's the, what was a what was a specific thing they targeted at that, at that moment? And then there was two years of nothing, and you know, what did they do in those two years? 
well, they worked on shitloads of other things, and, and that's actually, I mean, I remember that because, well, there wasn't too much updates about Google Organic, and now they're working on it again. Actually, after, well, the whole change in, I think, 2008, they switched over to something, and then mm -hmm. they started, well, you get the feeling that they start caring about search a bit more again. And that was based on a, on a timeline, and we talked about, uh, well, what happens? What can you do? What what were they trying to prevent? What 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 were the counteractions that affiliates took, and how how Google gets smarter? And and eventually there is a breaking point where you can say, okay, now um, uh, it's not um, the ROI of running a big spam network or a big network is just too low to actually gain uh, the amount of money from it if you're a company. You know, if you're just a black hat affiliate and you're on your own on your base in your attic just typing in code and doing stuff and, and switching domains all around and doing all the cool things that you can. I mean, that's okay. And we, we said that as well. I mean, there are people in here that will probably spam the shit out of Google and it's okay. But don't think this is a solid company strategy. And those affiliates are, they can, they can, they can burn their bridges. They don't care. I mean, if you can do that, it's no problem. But if you're building a brand, you shouldn't be worried. You should be thinking about that at all. I mean, right. the first time somebody says one of those words, I mean, get out. I mean, don't go talk <laughs> with companies yeah. that do stuff like that. Yeah, run. <laughs> yeah, get out and just leave them yeah. at the table and, okay, bye, thank you, drink your coffee and we're off to somebody else, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, good point. Actually, uh, you mentioned Rob Carey from IEMA and I don't know if you've noticed, but um, there's been some discussion around on the web uh, on certain uh, search po uh, blogs. Um, <clears throat> not particularly big ones, but um, just company blogs uh, about uh, where, what an SEO actually should be. Like, um, uh, it, I think it came from the fact that Matt Cutts made a video about saying uh, we're, we're SEO. I don't think we don't think SEOs are are, are bad. No, we talked about that last week, and then after that, I, we saw a few posts coming up uh, discussing uh, who could actually be blamed, so to speak, for the bad name of the industry. Uh, it, it kind of, I think, I, I think it kind of was a, not, a reaction on what Matt Cutts said. <clears throat> and I saw, uh, for example, Rob Carey uh, explaining that there are indeed some uh, SEO rock stars, so to speak. Uh, that's what he, he mentioned, named them. Um, he didn't name any names, though, uh, but who might have influence the industry in a way that um, people think SEO is just easy and simple and <coughs> and non-technical, which then came onto a discussion is, about isn't whether that, or not. Isn't that, isn't that from for those rock stars? What's that? Isn't that from? Isn't isn't that for a rock star? I mean, if you do big brand SEO, it's way more easy to do. Uh, yeah, good point. For yeah. a big brand than for just a small one. If you get asked because you're because you're familiar and people know you, you get asked by the big brand, so it's fairly easy to do SEO. Well, it's not. It's, I mean, it's it, you can make it as hard and as easy as you'd like. You know, yeah. I mean, let me be the, the the first to say, okay, SEO is not easy, and SEO is very easy. As, yeah. If you understand the way that you should work, it's not too complicated. So um, I do agree with what he said in the post. But think on the other hand, there are rock stars that don't have to do all the things uh, at this moment, you know. And a lot of well, there's. I mean, I don't know which people he has in mind. I mean, that's something we can only guess for. I think. 
or we could uh, ask him on yeah. Skype or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, well, I know Rob. He's not going to name any names uh, in public. No, no, no. Which not, not, I, not, I, not I anymore. Not from him. No, true. <laughs> 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 no, but the, the discussion kind of was uh, what he want. What he was trying to say, I think, was the fact that um, uh, there was. M- Many SEOs out there who only learn from the web. That's what he said. Um, so they just learn from reading blog posts and, and then they say, okay, I know my SEO. They are not working on SEO enough, which then triggered another discussion, uh, which is uh, does, a, does an SEO uh, have to be technical? Yes or no? Now, now, I don't call myself technical and I don't call myself an SEO, so I'm safe there. <laughs> but um, um, I can still explain to people uh, how stuff works. Um, You're like, well, for instance, Danny Sullivan. I mean, he knows more about SEO than uh, a couple of technical SEOs that I that I do know. Yeah. On the other hand, is he an SEO? No, I think I don't think he is. No, He's and an I SEO don't think tech- it's for me and Danny. It's the same. We don't say that we're SEOs. Uh, no, we I mean, there's a big difference. I think. Yeah. So, but there are people out there who call, who do call themselves SEOs uh, based on things they read on the on the web, and that probably gives SEO a bad name. That's what Rob was trying to say, and he then pointed at uh, well the communities which uh, write about SEO and then do a lot of one-on-one posts stuff like that, which then triggered the other discussion about technology. It was an interesting discussion, which I think. Um, well, what what do you feel about an SEO? If if, if you look at that, if you have to to pick out SEOs, would you pick a well, technical one or just well, the, uh, the common the common I made <laughs> the common I made was uh, maybe we should rephrase the the, the title SEO. Um, you have technical people who do the technical part. You have marketing people who do the marketing part, which which is also part of SEO. Um, because branding is now part of SEO. You have social people, which is now also a small part, but still, it's it's part of SEO. So, I think the 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 title of just SEO doesn't cover everything you do anymore. And I think you need different people to get to different um, elements. If I have a client, who's, uh, I don't well, know even if, different people. I mean, it don't well, make it's, it's, teams it's, bigger than they they need to be. No, I don't. That's not what I mean. I don't mean make teams bigger than they need to be. But if if I have a client who um, uh, I advise on on branding stuff, and then they come to me and say, "Okay, can you look at our website?" I say, sure, I can look at it. I can like I say one or two things, or even a bit more than that. Uh, but then when they ask ask me to actually uh, do the actual SEO on that specific page, I will either say no, or I'll get you in, for example, or somebody else to, to do that work. Uh, which means that um, we then, like, I, I do the strategy part, and then uh, uh, somebody who's more technical can do the actual technical part. Yeah, but can't you do the strategy part as well? Some of them can, yes, but some of them can't. It's it's I, it's a fine well, I think, I think if, you, if, you got, if you get a proper SEO, they should they should be doing both. Well, that's uh, in my opinion, but that's that's, that's my opinion. You know? I mean, define, define an SEO. That's it's difficult to define an SEO when there's so much he has to do, and uh, in some cases there are SEOs who can do it all, and in some cases there are SEOs who can just do the technical part or who have no idea how to brand stuff, uh, or, or there are people who do branding. But, really but is, it, is it a proper SEO if they don't know how to to do it? 
Well, that's 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 the entire point. Uh, so my, that's that's my point. My point is, yeah. should you uh, rename uh, the, the title SEO? Yes or no? And what's what's the oh, definition? I don't, I don't think you should rename it. You should pick out different SEOs if they can do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're agreeing. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you should be having an SEO that can do do all of that. I mean, if an SEO doesn't understand social media or he doesn't know how to build links and he shouldn't be an expert on it. I mean, well, he ought to be, but I mean, I can't imagine that, that people doing link building all day, it's something different than people doing link building a day a week, you know? But mm. in general, um, a good this for a while and, and have experience in everything he does. Actually, everybody that is a consultant and, and consults about stuff that, that, that they don't have experience in, well, uh, well, should be getting on their knees and uh, well, <laughs> well <laughs> that, I mean, I don't like when people talking about all the theories they they discuss and have not having done it. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. just try it out, or at least say, okay, I don't I don't have experience in this. Let me try this, and don't ask that freaking high hourly 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 fee for it, because well. It, it, if you're using people as a guinea pig or customers, it's okay to tell them, uh, but you shouldn't be charging the full full money for it. No, no, that's true. It, it, but that's when you talk about, for example, actually doing the client work. If, if for example, I I do training stuff or I, I do or if I talk somewhere about a specific topic, I don't mind explaining uh, what other people have done and uh, explaining you, you how you you only talk about the theory. Uh, and yeah. well, you can talk about theory of blogging, you know, and, and getting ranks, good rankings for your blog. But I mean, talking about corporate website selection is something you can do. But you, in my opinion, you shouldn't be talking about technical SEO. I don't. Besides no. the fact that links are important and all the really, really yeah. basic stuff, you know, and that's not yeah. what you do. I mean, I know what you what you talk about, and that's that's really cool because that's what people want to hear, and that's why they book you instead of all the technical SEO. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, true. Well, now, it was an interesting discussion anyway, and I think that um, what it made clear for me is that, um, that there's different kind of people doing uh, different parts of the job, and um, for me, I, it's not just one thing an SEO does, it's different kind of things, and um, it's, it's good to get specialists on, on, on specific areas, but it's also great if you have one SEO who can do it all. Well, if you have one, if you have a one-trick pony, you should always be looking for somebody else. At least two or three traits, something every SEO should be really good at. You know, it could be link building and technical SEO. It could be link building and talking about all the new stuff, or it could be technical SEO and talking about all the Google services they provide as well. I mean, it's yeah. not a one-trick pony because a one-trick pony doesn't bring you all the things unless you did it really long, really good and had really good results with it and just ask him for that specific piece of thing but that, that's, I think you're in a different stage of doing SEO if you ask specific people for specific jobs because then you're not talking about the people that will uh, get an SEO snake or salesman for something. No, true. Well, that's a danger, of course, which you get a lot on um, uh, some companies, and that's one of the reasons why, for example, Dave Naylor at Bronco doesn't have any people in sales, is that you get people selling stuff which they don't know anything about, yeah. and that the SEOs have to fix that, which mm -hmm. that that that's really bad if that happens. So. Yeah. <laughs> people don't do that <laughs> okay um, <laughs> I think it's about time for our first break um, uh, so uh, we're going to ask Brasco to take us to the commercials and we'll be back with some more interesting stuff after the break so Brasco can you take us to the commercials 
State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit the Internet Marketing Ninjas booth at PubCon 2011 Vegas or visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. On the road. On the boat. Working out. Or up in the air. Now you can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for WebmasterRadio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, BlackBerry, Android, Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone. As well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading TuneIn right now. WebmasterRadio.fm. We really are everywhere. Drop into the Webmaster chat room. Webmasterradio.fm. Clothing is optional. Webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. You're listening to State of Search on Webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Okay, and we are back after the break, and oh, it's uh, the State of Search on Webmaster Radio again. It's just the two of us, me and Roy, uh, having a nice chat today, and we were talking about the SEO in, in, in general before, before the break. Um, if you have listened to the show last week, you'll know that um, we'll, we, we talked uh, with Pete Young, and uh, at the end of the show, we talked some something about Google+, and both uh, uh, Pete and Roy, and I kind of agreed, but still, I'm still hoping <laughs> that, <laughs> that, uh, that Google+, still needed some, uh, uh, some, some work, so to speak, and um, uh, you guys were a bit more critical about it than I was. Uh, one of the biggest uh, issues you had with it, and uh, which you mentioned last week, was the fact that if you are a Google App user, that you couldn't get on. Uh, now, what happens literally, like I don't know, a few hours after the show, um, Google launches Google Plus for app users, apps users. So they, they must have listened, right? 
They must have heard well, you. Well, it's about time, but then again, I'm still bitching and moaning because I'm not able to import my regular account into Google. So I'm not done yet. I could, actually, I didn't even find the button that I could start working with. It, no, so. there's, a, there, there's, there are a few big buttons there. Um, and th that's one of the things I don't understand why Google doesn't roll them out properly. Um, what, I've, what they've done is they actually introduced Google uh, Plus for app users. So if you are um, a Google Apps user, you can now open up your Google Plus account. Um, if you already had a Google Plus account, then uh, you'll have to wait because uh, there has to be a transition. Uh, there has to be a transition from uh, a migration tool. They're going to launch a migration tool to help move over your all your old contacts on a Google Plus, all your uh, all the things you've already shared, uh, Plus One, everything. Um, so they haven't integrated that yet. Which I don't understand why they haven't done that right away. Why wait well, for it? I, I can tell you <laughs> because they fucked up all the Google accounts anyway. I mean, <laughs> the whole Google account system is just one big mess and one big mess they cannot solve. So I don't see anything else that they can transition it in a proper way because what happens is my regular Google account, uh, if they try to merge it with my. Um, uh, Google Apps account, it won't fit because there's uh, overlapping services. Mm -hmm. uh, there are services that will be duplicated in there. There's well, what settings do I need to keep? Uh, it, it's really it's one big mess. I mean, they screwed up my Google Apps, and uh, I, I used to have my my um, Apps account and just a Google account on the same email address. That was actually possible in the beginning, and then they, they started to merge that into. And well, I lost my complete MCC, which was on there. Um, I lost my Google Analytics accounts, all of them, because they weren't able to to keep that well merge it in a proper way. Now I'm still unable to get on my regular Google Apps email address. Uh, I'm I'm unable to um, see see an AdWords account. I'm unable to open an AdWords account with it. I'm unable to open an Analytics account with it. It's just seriously, it's one big mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really it's it's hopeless. Let's let's get things clear for the listeners. We're talking about Google Apps accounts now, right? Not just Google accounts. Both of them. The combination Both? is what's what's the problem. Yeah. Okay. So you have to. It's if, an Apps account with a Google it, account, and it, it can yeah. be it it can could be the same in in the past, and now it can't be yeah. anymore, no. which is a good thing. But I mean, the problems that you get with it is it's like huge. Yeah, but people who just have a Gmail account, they're not, uh, they don't have the, these issues. But that's quite simple, actually. Google actually knows, by the way, that they're late uh, into uh, uh, getting the uh, Google Plus for Apps users out there. They actually, in the post they announced it, they actually said it took more technical work than we expected to bring Google Plus to Google Apps, and we thank you for your patience. It's like, oh, yeah, that's that sounds like a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like that's actually what oops, it sounds like to me. I mean, like, whoops, something went wrong there. <laughs> yeah, like... something was really not as easy as they uh, they thought it would be, because probably of all these issues, and because you can have a, a Google account on the same address as your Gmail account, and you should have been transferred to that, but it probably didn't happen. And well, I mean, it's it's one big mess. And I'm very curious about it. I'm, I, I was actually thinking maybe I should open a new Google Plus account on my regular email address, not on my old account, because whole freaking India is wanted to build links with me over there, and. 
I'm okay with that, but well, it's not really helpful, you know. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people following me on Google Plus, still weekly, like 25 plus or whatever. And I'm like, okay, who are these people? That that's that's for starters. And, and the second of all is like, okay, great. If you start following me, why in the hell are you start following me? Because I'm I'm haven't posted anything in the last couple of f- six weeks, four weeks, whatever, a, a long time, and, and at, at least it's like, okay, well, and, and then what? What 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 are we? Well, what what's the whole purpose of that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quick question. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't feel that right, you know. And actually, started using Facebook more <laughs> since I dropped Google Plus again. So I, I don't know if this was really the effect they were looking for. <laughs> uh, probably not. No. <laughs> I guess I guess not. Indeed. No. Well, it's out there anyway. So and uh, um, it's. <laughs> You could say it's a start, but it's kind of kind of a late start. <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like a start, <laughs> but okay. I mean, they're working on it, and I, I think I mean I, I can be bitching and moaning about it. It's first of all, for ninety percent of the users, it's still free. Although the Google Apps it actually isn't, but um, for a lot of people, it's still free, and a lot of people don't really need it. That's the second. I mean, it's not that important. Um, I think they are working on um, hundred thousand things at once, which is big issue of it of course and I mean um, who's missing out you know <laughs> I'm not I don't have the feeling that I'm missing out the only thing that is that actually is missing out is Google itself I mean they don't get my my content to, to do place ads besides well uh, true but then again uh, we talked about the data stuff before opening up for the apps users has increased the number of users so it's, and, and users within quotes I mean uh, immensely again Within this weekend, I've actually seen people who also say, "Okay, my my follower account um, number number of followers increased hugely in the past uh, week." So uh, it kind of gives a boost every time every time they uh, um, roll out something. Let's wait. Let's wait till two weeks and see how many people are actually using it. Yeah, I mean, sure, well, it's really cool to have a lot of dead accounts, but I mean, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> There's yeah. not much happening. I mean, the only people that are actually are the same people that are saying, "Okay, friend feed is way better than Twitter." Twitter one. Okay, now Google Bus way better than Twitter. Twitter one. You know, it's the mm-hmm. same people that are making these mistakes again and are using it very actively because they're yeah. looking for uh, a conversation kind of thing that only serves them right because they have this controlled environment and a lot of followers they can actually use. I mean, if if I can understand that Danny is having fun it's with it because he has yeah. this. Yeah, because he has like everything he does on there gets like 50 or 150 reactions. It's smaller than his blog, but it still still feels like having comments. Um, when he does that on Twitter, he probably gets like 500 or 1,000 mentions. That's unbearable to actually start with or whatever. I don't know how much, but it, it's, it's a lot more. Or uh, not enough to actually keep contextual uh, comments to it that are really... <laughs> Yeah, and it's, f- it's funny you say that because it, you can also see it how you can actually communicate with somebody like Danny more easily on Google Plus. Um, yeah. Because yeah, until everybody's it, in there, then you can't anymore. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, that's it's a lot easier to actually get in touch with him on Google Plus yeah, because there's now not it that is, many reactions. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the, that was the, begin- the, the, the beginning at Twitter. It was the same thing. You could have like the old, everybody on Twitter that you you want to have, and you get reactions from them. Now it's just plain shit again. I mean, yeah. the amount of Twitter engagement is, is a lot lower than I think it was. And that's what I keep hearing from a lot of people as well. It's not as fun anymore as it used to be. Twitter. 
well, in general, every social media network that that gets filled by uncles, uh, aunts, uh, moms, dads, and 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 then grandpas, you know, soon, that, that's that's one of the turning get, points, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah when, fam- <laughs> when far, far away family starts joining, you should actually find something new. I mean, that's the way it works, right? Yep, true. <laughs> as soon as your dad gets on, get out yeah. of there. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Time Next. to find a new hangout, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of hangouts, have you ever done that? Because yeah, with I, you once at yeah. a show. Yeah, we did it in the show. Yeah, with you true. and Dom, I think. But, uh, since? <laughs> no. No. Because no. it was bumpy. I was using Skype for that. Yeah. And I well, I, but the same thing. I I never use the Google the, the Facebook chat, for instance. Just to be honest, I mean that's not something I use as well. Or never, never, I, not I, as much never, as. Yeah, I never did that. But um, I, I, when I discovered Google or uh, Google uh, Facebook groups, uh, then I started using it because um, I I tend to be quite uh, careful with who I get friends with on Facebook and who who, who not. So yeah. I don't just accept every friendship requ- request. I've like I've got like a hundred or two hundred actually waiting, um, and. Um, yeah, boss. <laughs> Sorry. Start doing your homework, boss. No, it's, it's <laughs> you should create an like email for. It. No, you should create I, an email for it. You you can follow me on on Facebook, and that's it. I mean, I, I don't. I, I Facebook's for my real friends. And, and and people can subscribe to me. That's that, that's that, I like that new feature on on yeah. Facebook. To be honest, so, so uh, that that's good. But if you, if you for example if you're in a group like a social media group or an SEO group or whatever, then there are people in there who are not your friends on Facebook. Um, but you still want to chat with them sometimes because you have a question or you have a remark or whatever. And then it's really easy to get in touch with them through Facebook chat because they are on the Facebook chat group. So then you can get in touch with them right away without them having to be your friend. And I kind of like that. So no, I mean, I like I like the idea of the chat, and I, I I'm using it sometimes, but not as much as Facebook wants me to use it. No, I mean, no. it's still no replacement for Skype for me. I mean, actually, I've I've started using G G uh, G Talk a lot less uh, the last year, I think. I mean, just because the integration of it is pretty pretty bad for me. I, you those- know what I hate about the Google uh, the Google Talk now is that uh, once you start, ch- I use Adium on on. Uh, yeah, I use that as well. Yeah. On on a MacBook, um, yeah, I use it because you told me to. <laughs> that, that's the only proper <laughs> proper thing in there. Yeah, so but I like that. But when I start chatting with somebody, or somebody chats at me, then ADM starts reacting. Then uh, the chat in my Gmail start reacting. If there's Google yeah. Plus, there's chat reacting. So that's I've got three exactly different... my problem with it. It's like why? <laughs> Come on, well, I that's, that's even the biggest problem in general about Google Plus. I mean, when I. I what what happened actually is that um, well sometimes it just got through to Google Plus and not through my ADM. It just didn't work like that or whatever. I don't know how or whatever, but it just got through to my Google Plus. So there's like ten people talking to me in my Google Plus and all mad at me. Why don't you react? What I'm trying to get to you? Whatever. Like okay, well I, I thought I had my Google Talk out, but now well probably <laughs> because I have this on my email thingy. Sorry, you know, <laughs> couldn't help it, you know. Sorry, I, I just didn't even notice it because it wasn't one tab in my privacy browser. Because well, the Google account stuff, you know, what happens. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I just wasn't aware that it was actually that I was actually available on the chat. So it's it's pretty shitty, yeah. oh, if you ask so, me. To speak about you, you you get your Android phone now too. Um, Android has no, got. No, I don't uh, have it yet. I tried. Oh, okay, to get well you, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get one. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
If, if, if you uh, we had the uh, Gmail one, you had the Google Plus one, uh, there's another one. Uh, on your Android phone, Gtalk is open automatically. If you don't close it, uh, people the chat will open there too. So uh, I've had people starting to chat at me when I'm, when I'm I don't know, getting the kids from daycare center. Uh, and then suddenly people start chatting at me. I'm like, I'm like, shit. Actually, <laughs> I, I have that on my BlackBerry as well. And I uh, just what I do is sign out on my BlackBerry. Yeah, but you have to remember that. I don't know. I actually haven't started it up because I only start it up when I use it and when I need to use it. Well, some at some yeah. Well, what happens for me is I, I fire it up when I want to use it. Like okay, I'm on, I'm I'm on a train or whatever, and I need to get some get a hold of somebody. And I know they're on GTalk, so I'll, okay, I'll fire up GTalk. Then I just end the chat and I forget to sign out. No, well, I, I I started because because of that happening, <laughs> I start signing out every time that I used it. When yeah. I'm done with the chat close but same ha totally. same happens on my iPhone by the way I mean if you have the Google chat uh, 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 app on your iPhone it does the same thing I mean it yeah. just keeps open and it's the same thing over there as well because there is you, there's no way you can actually see that it happening and it, it starts spitting out notifications all around you so that your phone's going ploing 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 what mm -hmm. the hell yeah. and if you actually have it on uh, if you have it in your bag and you have it on uh, a buzzing <laughs> Your battery will, will be empty before the end of your presentation, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably comfortable yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It, it yeah. should be a bit. Well, if, and of course, there's all the ma magic you can do with turning it off and then switching it. And I think if they were really smart, I mean, I'm at home. If I'm at home, please leave my phone alone. That's just one thing I want to know. You know, my phone knows I'm home. Don't bug me on my freaking phone. How hard can it be? Mm, well, your laptop still has to be open, or or your iPad, or your or my whatever. phone is always on. Chat. It knows yeah, when I'm so home. When I actually leave, it says, "Don't forget your umbrella." If if I want. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, well, that will help my wife a lot, to be honest. <laughs> she always forgets stuff. <laughs> it's on there. It's a to-do list based on location. It's awesome. Is is it? Well, I, I, just, I last walked into the train station. Like, don't forget to up the. Yeah, because you can do that because you can tag it with a location. If you're on that location, uh, it says, "Okay, well, uh, very cool. Don't forget to put in your business card today uh, do, do because they, you're now at the station." Do they have that for Blackberries too? No, that was that was on my iPhone. iPhone they probably no. have that for full Blackberry, I guess, but uh, don't use it that much anymore. No, but Hardly my wife's got a BlackBerry, so she can. She, okay. There's, no, an, if there's an app for that. That'll be useful. So. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think why. there's too much app for a BlackBerry, you know. <laughs> God, that phone is like. One, <laughs> well, I mean, that's a really cool thing of iOS five. Uh, one of the bad things it has, I mean, it syncs over all my devices, which is pretty okay, but I'm unable to find where it's actually at at my freaking computer. I mean, there should be a to-do list somewhere. I can't find it. Like, what? <laughs> what the hell? Where's this thing stuck? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just real quickly before before we go to our second break, I think it's almost time. Uh, we'll, we'll let Rasco decide that. But um, uh, two more things which Google changed uh, on Google Plus the same time they, they uh, launched the Google Apps ones is um, uh, Google What's Hot, uh, Google Plus What's Hot, and Google Plus Ripples. And together with Google Plus Search, which has been out for, I think, a few weeks now, um, the interesting part here is that you can actually, if the right people are on Google Plus, uh, you can actually do some research on Google Plus. You can see what people are talking about, what's hottest like the trending topics. Uh, you can search through 
um, the Google Plus, of course, which you couldn't before, so I can now finally see who's sharing my posts and who's not. And uh, Google Plus Ripples does exactly that, but then um, kind of looks neat. Uh, you, you, you type in a post, uh, a Google Plus post, and uh, you, you hit Ripples. It's only available in the US for now, I think. And then if you... Um, of course. Uh, well, it's going to be rolled out for the next few days uh, or, or next week or so here. Uh, but if you then click on that specific post, you can see who has reshared that post and, uh, and where that has gone. So, for example, if you have a specific post uh, and I also see that post and I reshare it, and then you'll see which of my followers will have read that or even reshared that. And they make that kind of graphical, uh, graphical look of it, Great. which is nice. Just by clicking on on Google Plus right now, I can yeah. create another Google Plus account for myself. Awesome! Thank you, Google. Now it's on my MCC Gmail address again. God! Ah. Oh, that, that's the. Uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh well. I'm, I'm actually. It looks pretty neat, but um, will I be ever using it? Probably not. I don't. I don't see no, the no, use for it, it right now. Maybe it, 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 it is. It, 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 the big thing about it is if if uh, the if it's uh, um, uh, whether it's which users are on there. So if if indeed your target audience is on there, then it's useful. For me, it's useful because my target audience are marketers and internet marketers and and yeah. SEOs. So for me, it's useful. But if somebody's selling, I don't know, shoelaces, um, that won't be useful. Okay, it's uh, it's time to go to our second break. So uh, if uh, uh, Brasco can take us to the commercial, then we'll be very happy, and our sponsors will be very happy because uh, that show, or this show, of course, runs on uh, the fact that we have great sponsors. So Brasco, can you take us to the commercials? State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. As you know, being an expert at f What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects, 
AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. Webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. You're listening to State of Search on Webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. And we're back for the final part already for the, for the State of Search radio show on Webmaster Radio. And it's uh, me and Roy today. And we're talking a lot about uh, Google Plus again. Yeah, I know. Uh, before the break, uh, we're going to stick a little bit with Google, but we're going to leave Google Plus behind, uh, behind us for now. Um, and uh, Google seems to be monetizing. That's what I want to wanted to uh, talk a little bit about. Little bit about. We've seen uh, a couple of things over the past few weeks and past few days, which is uh, um, um, starting with, of course, the paid analytics, which is uh, Google Analytics, uh, analytics, which has been rolled out a few weeks ago. Um, and then um, earlier this week, they uh, decided to put a limit on the Google Maps API, um, uh, which means that you can, if you have a site which gets uh, or if you have a page even, if, which gets 25,000 requests a day on a Google API uh, regarding maps, then you'll have to start paying. And they are charging about $4 per thousand requests, I think. Uh, Google itself says that it's only about, I think, 0.35% of sites who will actually be influenced by this, so it won't be uh, a very very many sites who will be influ- influenced by this. But I'm not sure if I can trust Google on that because if you take just for example TripAdvisor, they've got a Google Map near uh, next to every single item they have on the site, so they must be getting more than 35,000 visits a day on those uh, uh, specific items. So they'll be getting those hits pretty quickly, I, I suspect. Um, what do you think, Roy? I don't know I, I, about the monetization. I think that it mean there's a lot of sites that are using Google Maps content uh, and are, are making money from it. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing for them. But I, I do think that it's it's okay for Google to ask start asking money for that as well. I mean, I don't know. It it doesn't feel that. <laughs> I think they're monetizing other stuff that is well a bit more tricky than this, in my opinion. But I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't mind too much about this. I think. No. It's, well, the thing is that um, it's. Uh, I, I can understand why they're doing it. To be honest, if why not? If it's taking a lot of uh, bandwidth, for example, it's, it's probably taken. It's, it's expensive. It's expensive, yeah, yeah. And, and they haven't they haven't been really able to monetize maps really well so far. 
uh, they've done the the placed uh, pins. So you have a, like the different color pin, which is like a sponsored pin, um, but that's like re- really small. You've got ads on the side of maps, of course, but that's about it. So they'll they'll probably need some more ways to to monetize it. The big well, thing from I think I think the problem is that that a lot of people and websites are using the Google Maps for all kinds of purposes. They're adding uh, different layers upon it, but the content isn't well that available to Google. Mm-hmm. Or at least they cannot use it, and they're making money from it one way or another. And they're like, "Okay, great! If you start earning money from it, I mean, twenty-five thousand views is is actually quite a lot for a regular hobby, whatever website, or just well, a, regular, a regular small business. A regular small business website, or even a, a big, bigger business website, like like I don't know, a few hundred people, which nah, just adds well, 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 uh, twenty-five thousand views in a month, or is it on a daily a basis? Day. It's on a daily oh, basis. Okay, no, no. Well, then again, still, if you have like twelve pages and every page is going to be a new view again, that's probably what's going to happen if you're uh, running a directory, for instance, or whatever. Yeah, but like if you're but a lawyer, I, I agree. If you're a big lawyer firm in Amsterdam, you won't, you will never get there because the only people no, yeah, who yeah, get indeed. get to your map is the contact page where. where no, where it's just people work. really using it as content one way or another, and, and I'm okay with monetizing that stuff. I mean, it's actually yep. your content. I mean. Why not? Yeah. It was interesting to see that some people responded like, "Okay, that's going to be interesting in the next year's U.S. elections." Why? Uh, well, Maybe. apparently <laughs> there are a lot of sites actually uh, uh, building uh, stuff around Google Maps uh, uh, during election time uh, because it's because of the way this voting system in the U.S. is is that it's you know divided per uh, region and stuff like that. So um, probably. They'll they'll be using that kind of stuff a lot more. I was like, okay, I can imagine that. For example, the Tour de France website might have some issues uh, during next summer. Yeah, but or... sorry, but isn't that really like what it should be doing? I mean, Tour de France is just like a big media circus, and there's a lot of money going around in that. So why not cough up the money for it? Since you're really using it, very cool. I mean, start coughing up the money. I mean, they are earning money with that content, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. It's, it's, I mean, and, and the same with elections, man. Yeah, well, the, 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 if the, if the state provides you anything like that, it's okay. But there's not too much websites that are actually, well, um, making money besides advertising or whatever on on elections. Mm. That's actually what they do. I mean, that's a publisher. They start earning money with that content again. I mean, uh, I don't see the problem in that. Okay, I mean, I, I see there. Their point of view that okay, it's going to cost us money. Maybe let's not do this. Well, okay, then not do it. Probably Google will do it for you then, and place your ads on the site with it. It's no problem for Google. No, and it's not that expensive, you know. Four thousand, four dollars a thousand views. Although, well, if you have a million views a day, that's I think the costing a shitload of money. Yeah, and you know what? I think uh, the biggest. Industry which will be hit by this is travel sites like TripAdvisor. Yeah, well, they they will be getting a lot, and and they they've been yeah. in kind of well, kind of not having such a good relationship with Google anyway, so it's going to be another blow for them. Yeah, but I mean, but, too bad you're using their content. Start paying up for content. It's no problem. That's what we all need to do. There's no everybody says piracy is not okay. Well, this is one of those examples. It used to be for free. Now you're hooked to it. Well, the Google way, you know, start the first drugs for free, second one you have to pay for, or third, fourth, fifth, whatever. I mean, first one's free. That's just just another <laughs> drug lord acronym, just like cut out the middleman. 
Start watching <laughs> gangster movies. We'll work for you. That's the way Google works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, so, uh, well, the big change for me, actually, in this is the way that they're monetizing stuff, which is now not just based on ads and, and related stuff, but actually on, on usage, which is new. Uh, so uh, uh, that that's not the way Google used to be uh, or is used to actually monetize stuff. Uh, yeah, so, never. so it used to be well, there used to be not a lot, you know. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when was that? No, I, I agree, but I mean, if <laughs> yeah. you look at the way no, it's, it's, I, I, it's, I, we've mentioned the book of uh, the books before from the uh, the, the Google guy, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, um, uh, Google uh, employee number fifty-two, yeah, and and yeah, and uh, and and the other one from uh, um, the Google Plex. Um, if you read those books, then you you you'll notice that um, in the past Google has actually shut off. Uh, other kind of uh, um, uh, content, so uh, ways of monetizing. Uh, they just said we don't do that. Uh, so uh, that that's why it's surprising. If you read those books, then you'll see that it's totally against everything they've done in the past ten years. So that that's that's interesting. Just just quick note for uh, another way. That's also by the way for for Google Analytics, which is paid stuff. They they didn't used to do that that way. Um, another thing that which they launched today actually is in the UK Google eBook Store. You can buy books in the UK um, with uh, 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 from Google. Uh, makes sense also, I think. And um, uh, the other one is uh, uh, that that one I did find interesting that they actually saw somebody saw uh, Google advertising within Google Chrome. Just a little bit of tiny. Advertising about okay, can you uh, uh, in the uh, book or in the Chrome? No, the Chrome browser. So it was, it's a Chrome browser. Who uh, if you it, it was open and then it had a fine yellow line. I can't find it right now, but it was Ruth Hein, um, uh, a Dutchman living in Canada, I think, uh, who actually noted it. Um, it, it. He had his Google Chrome open browser and then there was a little yellow line if you like Google Chrome browser you also might like the Google Chrome book click here and that's that that's like whoa okay um, they've done cut that similar stuff more in the, in the past few years but again it's a different way of getting uh, the, the minute I see them advertising in my browser I'm gonna switch browsers why why because I don't want them to do that as well <laughs> I mean I don't want to see advertisement in general you know stop stop bugging me <laughs> I'm on your freaking network already. You can track everything you want. Stop bugging me for a shitty computer as well. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> Please, don't do that. I mean, <laughs> I'm back to Firefox then. And that that's not really something I want to do, you know. <laughs> I don't really want to go to back to Firefox, so please... Not do that, <laughs> please. <laughs> actually, I, I read today that actually even in Holland now Chrome is the second largest browser. Yeah, but because it's a really cool browser, it's really obvious and it's really cool. It works. It works like hell. Although mm. my synchronization is off for like mid of July, and it's completely done. But uh, that's something. <laughs> my problem, you know. I'm okay I, with that. Just we're, we're going to be closing the show any minute now, so I just I, I want to. Since we're talking about browser stuff, I, I this weekend I, I I went to dinner with my at my parents' place, and then every time I get there, you probably have the same. It's like my dad asked me to look as, look at his. Uh, computer, yeah. and uh, he still runs uh, Windows uh, XP uh, machine, and uh, it had it had an Internet Explorer six on it. So, 
<laughs> it, was asking, it was asking all sorts of update requests, and he was like constantly ignoring them and saying, "I don't know what this is." I don't know, no, no. It was like, and I, I, so I updated his computer this weekend uh, into a kind of well, not not 2011, but I updated it to 2000. I don't know nine, <laughs> and uh, um, but I really had to get used to the Internet Explorer browser again. I haven't been using that for a year or so now, or even longer, two years, and I, I, I it just felt so big and slow and. It is. It, it, it is, doesn't yeah. feel like it. It actually is. Yeah. That's one of the bigger problems. But I, I agree. I mean, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are using old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. True. On yeah. Upgrade. Yeah. Well, and, and and a lot of people forget that a lot of people are using old stuff. At least the the people who are in in in. I I always get reminded when I go to my dad's place, like, uh, uh, oh yeah, wait, um, I'm like far ahead of them. It's not everybody who uses stuff the same way I do. So it's a uh, um, it's it's a good reminder of of how different people use the web and use uh, uh, well browsers, for example. Okay, um, we're out of time. So uh, it was a fun show. Thank you, Roy. Uh, no yes. guests today. We'll have a guest, uh, hopefully, maybe again next week or not. Maybe we'll do it the two of us again. Uh, we'll see. Um, we're going to be uh, off today. I'm going to go to uh, London this Thursday for the UK Search Award, so I'll report back on that um, uh, this uh, uh, Thursday, uh, next when, next Tuesday. Sorry. And uh, keep your eyes open tomorrow, Wednesday, on uh, State of Search because we're doing something special around the Search Awards with some charity. So I'm not saying anything more. Just keep your eyes open there. So. Thanks, Roy. Thanks, uh, Brasco, again. Thanks to our sponsors, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.